Welcome, friends, people for peace, pods of consciousness, planetary citizens, wherever you happen to be today, listening to Glocal News in Social Artistry here on KOPN, your community radio station in Columbia, Missouri, uh, 89.5 FM if you're tuned in, listening live or streaming on the web at kopn.org. Or maybe you've uh, tapped into the podcast that we keep uh, available on our program page, or possibly you saw us on Facebook, where uh, local news and social artistry is uh, has its own page. My name is Dick Dalton. I'm your host. Each week we have the pleasure of talking with someone who's Building a more humane world from the inside out. And uh, I have to say, uh, I almost have tears in my eyes because of my special guest today. Uh, Dr. Clint Rogers was on this show March the 11th, uh, 2020, just as COVID was beginning to uh, take hold. And uh, it was a very poignant hour we had together because he had recently lost a dear, dear friend and mentor. And uh, we'll talk just a little bit about that. And uh, the really incredible journey that has been going on since that time. Hey, Clint, so good to see you, man. Hey, Dick. Wow, you're going to make me get emotional right from the beginning. (laughs) Well, hey, that's what life's about, isn't it? Good yeah. good friends and sharing their hearts. Yeah, thank you for having me be on your program again. And I just, I said just right before, you know, main reason I wanted to come on was just thank you. You know, thank you for being first the being that you are, you know, and the the moment in which you connected with me before was so pivotal. And I even put it in the book. Uh, our interview, I, I put it in the appendix, the uh, epilogue or whatever you call that part. And, and I thought about it a lot before we started this interview about how much has happened since then, you know, and it's pretty hard to, I, I don't know, it's like beyond my mind. I can't make sense of it, you know, like it's a combination of feeling so grati- so much gratitude and a little bit of overwhelm. You know? Oh, yeah. And then like, looking at the context of planet earth and what does it mean to create a more humane world from the inside out and yeah just all those thoughts and then thinking about you dick and hmm. like you're you're true you're a true friend of humanity and i consider you a true friend of mine in fact another thought that i had right before we started this call was i want to know next time you're in a show in advance because i want to fly there and i want to be there in the audience I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to enjoy. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's kind of hard to do because, you know, right after our first conversation on March 11th, Zoom started happening because we couldn't go in the station, and uh, so all these are now taped on Zoom. And uh, yeah, but so- I know. I know sometimes you're in plays or theater. And oh, like, that. One of those shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will promise you that uh, if, if I get to do another one, which I, I hope happens, you never know, 
uh, I'll let you know. Oh, please. That'd be a, that would be a treat for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of folks don't know anything about um, Ancient Secrets of a Master Healer, which is a book uh, that you wrote or put together. Um, and people don't know about Dr. Naram, don't know about how your book has been translated. And since our conversation in 2020, your book has been translated into, is it 30 languages now? Yeah. It, remind me, is this, can people only hear the audio or they can see the video? They can only hear the audio. Okay. Cause I'm holding in my hands. <laughs> These are the first ones that are published and translated and published. So ah. there's six that are translated and published in the next month. There's going to be another, the next one or two months, there's another nine that are almost ready to come and all together. There's more than 30 that are in in process in process yeah italian portuguese gujarati uh, italian uh french dutch russian japanese arabic german spanish romanian uh odia i don't know so many <laughs> so many languages it's like it's humbling and it's inspiring and it's like i don't know if another book this ever happened for where just volunteers out of love mm -hmm. did this in such a short period of time and for me it's like i had to get out of the way basically mm -hmm. i knew i didn't do it i can't take credit for it you know but i had to just allow people to show up in love and do this mm -hmm. work and then it was beautiful because as the translators were working on it almost all of them talked about miracles that happened in their life and at some point we can talk more about what some of those are because they're so fun Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but a, a, a part of it, you're. I think I don't know if you're asking the question, but for those that don't know, why would people be interested in doing this? Who is Doctor Naram? Mm -hmm. What is the ancient secrets of a master healer? Mm -hmm. You know, why is it important to know? And I actually really believe on this on this radio program, just like last time I was with you, some new things may come out. And what if even only one of these secrets? The right person hears at the right moment. So if you're listening to this right now, I don't think there's an accident. What if there's one thing that comes to your heart in this moment that completely changes your life, you know, or even saves the life of yourself or someone that you love? And, you know, Dick, I just was in uh, Colombia with Sarah Morell. And uh, that's I Colombia. Uh, with an O, because we're <laughs> in Columbia, Missouri. So you were in the country, Columbia, with Sarah Morell, who introduced me to you. Yeah, so I was thinking about that as well before this program started. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, she had invited a bunch of people there and, and me there to, to take pulses and share about the book and do some of the ancient secrets. And I was so moved and inspired because I hadn't met hardly any of these people before, except for Sarah mm -hmm. and one other person, Reem, who I don't know if she's been on your radio program before, but, but each of them had such remarkable stories to share. Uh, two of them had come off, totally off of antidepressant medications. Mm -hmm. Now I should give a medical disclaimer. I, nothing in this program is medical <laughs> advice. Always seek advice from your physician when you have a medical problem. But I also say, 
if you want advice about how to have vibrant health, unlimited energy, and peace of mind, you know, then this is a good, this is a good place to come to. Two of them had come off of their antidepressant medications and were doing awesome. You know, one of them, she shared such a poignant story about, and almost all of us were in tears. She talked about how her her dad has been addicted to all kinds of stuff and really didn't want to live life. All his health was going downhill. And then finally, her mom, she convinced her mom to start eating. There's a recipe in this book for something called mung soup. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mung bean, yeah. Mung bean yeah, soup. Mung bean. Mm-hmm. And, and she convinced her mom to start having the soup. And then somehow her dad, just because her mom was only making this soup, started eating it as well. And then something started changing in their relationship. Also, they had seen their daughter change. And as everything started to shift, their bodies, he said his pain started to go away. He, he lost the desire for the same addictions that he was experiencing before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at one point he didn't want to live. And she says now he's got so much energy, but the, he healed the relationship with his wife and with his daughter, with his whole family. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it was like so powerful. It was like, I didn't even know that this was one of the side effects of writing this book was that I was going to hear so many of these stories time after time. And who knows how many I've never even heard of. Right. <laughs> you know? right. But, uh, when she shared that story and I just thought, you know, what a gift for anyone, anyone listening, you know, who do you love and what would you be willing to do for them? I mean, especially at this holiday season, we're thinking about people we love, but oftentimes it comes with stress and, I think one of the greatest gifts Dick we can give anyone is is honestly taking care of ourselves. And what was so beautiful about that story was that as as her mom started taking care of herself, it was contagious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Like that's why I've been calling it contagious healing or contagious love and right. simply by deciding, okay, during this holiday season or during this day, during this week, in this moment I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love myself. You know, the opening quote from the book, it says, I didn't come to teach you. I came to love you and love will teach you. By letting yourself love yourself, even if it means not doing the holiday the same way you've done in the past, you know, maybe instead of cooking a huge dinner, which brings you stress, you just cook a couple things that make you happy. And instead of devoting the time into the food preparation, you devote the time into your loved ones saying, what is your dream? How are you doing? I love you. Mm-hmm. How would that change your holiday? You know, truly, truly. I'm a, I'm a little bit emotional too, Dick. I, I don't know what your next question is going to be, but I just got news this weekend of a dear friend who took his life. You know, and uh, I'm still processing that experience. And uh, still moving through all the emotions associated with it. But it just brings poignantly more than ever that we don't have to do things the same way, you know. And the most important thing is to care for those around us and to care for ourselves, you know, and to do it in a way that brings us joy. If you're feeling a lot of stress about something, then it's okay to change it, you know, change the pace. If you're feeling some pain in your body, if you're feeling some disturbance in your mind, if you're feeling unsettled in your emotions, it means that something is out of alignment. 
and there is no need to just keep going at the same pace. Mm -hmm. You can slow down and you can say, okay, what is out of alignment? And you can readjust, you know, the book Ancient Secrets of a Master Healer gives so many, so many secrets about how to do that. And also, I just feel like anyone, even if you don't have the book or you're not attracted to the book, you can, if you just have that intention, you'll be attracted to the exact right things for you. And just the main thing is to understand you deserve it. You know, you're divine. It's actually your birthright to have vibrant health and limited energy and peace of mind. That is the natural state. And if you're not in that state, then yeah, it's good to slow down. It's good to change things. You can change anything. Only The only fixed things should be, you know, you should be happy and healthy. Everything else in your life you can change, you know, to adjust around that. And I, I'd like to throw in that uh, maybe it's an idea that is common. I don't know. I haven't heard it that much. You can even change your history. Mm, yeah. And you change it by looking at your past and finding forgiveness and mercy for all of those negatives that you used to dwell on or in other people. Mm. And you can really change that story by, I mean, it, it burst into my mind just as you were talking about the friend that you lost to suicide. Um, a lot of people will look back on that young person and or whatever his age is and uh, and I think if they can look back with a new forgiveness for both themselves and for him in the dealings that he must have the life he must have went through and and Dr. Naram had a, a, a part of a chapter on how we get programmed Mm. with these different things that we think are us, but <laughs> they're really the programming of others. Yeah. And, and how important it is to understand that little piece, which, which really is a big piece. Yeah, I love that you say that, Dick. It's so poignant and so beautiful. You know, it's so important for us to be gentle and forgiving and that even by forgiving ourselves and others, it rewrites history and it changes our future. Exactly. Dr. Um, he would always say, there is no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. And even in these cases where it's so extreme, I believe that's that's also the case. And one of the feedback it can give us is you know, just to forgive ourselves and others. You know? mm -hmm. and, and what if we don't actually see, you know, is it that outside of the range of possibility that we don't see everything 100% accurately <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Please>. <laughs> then, then maybe we not we're not an um 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 uh, i forget the word but just like all-knowing mm -hmm. you know maybe there's a lot that we don't know and there's lots of room to to even believe there's we don't know certain things about ourselves or about those that are closest to us and and there's so much to learn and this this journey for me i my identity Man, I heard someone say your identity is one of the most difficult things to change. And it seems like for me, my identity keeps going like in the in the blender. And, you know, <laughs> I keep realizing, wow, this is possible. I never even knew. And it's 
so disorienting sometimes, but it's a powerful experience and it gives me more more compassion for myself and for others when those moments come where everything seems confusing, you know. <clears throat> I was uh, around 70 when it sort of uh, gelled. And I, 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 we've talked about this briefly before that, that I'm a little pod of consciousness and I'm just listening and looking out through my sensory organs and taking in information and and I look at the thoughts that I've been programmed with and I I watch myself doing things which 95% <laughs> they say are automatic we don't even make decisions about 95% <laughs> of our behaviors so here we are, a little pot of consciousness watching. As you were saying, you can't be responsible for all of the amazing things that have been happening, but you showed up, you were there, you observed it, you said yes and no at different times, uh, which... Um, so I think this journey of identity is is a long journey. <laughs> yeah. well, I want to say you're an amazing pot of consciousness. <laughs> the part of consciousness is me looking at you and hearing your voice and feeling your presence. I feel so good. I'm just so grateful for you, Dick. Well, you're a little part of consciousness, too. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> and everybody listening, a little part of consciousness taking in whatever their senses say. Yeah. Anyway, that's my line right now. And it, it's, it's working pretty well. Uh, we met face-to-face, uh, -face, so, to, so, to, so to speak, on Zoom, um, when you started your uh, miracle experiment, I don't know, what did you call it first, something? Uh, yeah, the Global Healing Miracle Experiment. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was a Zoom call, and uh, my goodness, there were people all over the world showing up for the first call. And that was back in, what, in uh, May 2020? Yeah. Uh, had had those people been your friends for a long time, or had they known Dr. Naram? Or how do you think that global consciousness uh, collected so quickly uh, around that experiment? Yeah, great question, Dick. Um most of them I had never known before, a handful I'd known, but, you know, there was, I think for that particular one, there was over 1500 people mm -hmm. uh, from literally all over the planet yeah. who, who were participating. And I think it was just, you know, again, the opening quote of the book, I, I didn't come to teach you. I came to love you and love will teach you. Mm -hmm. I also feel like love will guide you. And I feel like love inspires the right people to be at the right place at the right time and in this particular case it was almost like the birth of something new as it was like right before the book was published yeah it was like the inauguration of the book and in the in that space of that moment in human consciousness or whatever it just seems like love was moving things forward and through word of mouth and people finding out so many different ways people arrived. And it was also good timing in terms of, you know, with COVID people were looking for 
healing and looking for hope and looking for possibilities and mm-hmm. and uh and looking for a place where they could feel at home belong mm-hmm. you know community yeah community and so in that unexpected way um we all you included and everyone who shows up we we became for each other a conduit of of love mm-hmm. you know of, tra- of transformation of possibility and through mm-hmm. that so much crazy healing has happened like i'm still from that that experience hearing the side ripple effects that are literally going out all over the planet all different corners of the earth and it's still happening mm-hmm. like whatever we implanted like it was a seed almost we implanted into the into the the sphere you know the ether of this this plane of existence mm-hmm. and it's still growing and fruit is coming and the tree is getting stronger and i don't even think i could stop it if i wanted to <laughs> i just think oh, it's, wow. i think it's just gonna keep going and i'm so happy it's like having it's like having a baby and then the baby grows up and then you keep hearing stories about how that baby changed you know how that child changes people's lives and it's like now it's like that child speaks so many languages and travels the world and you know, I just came from a tour in Europe. <clears throat> I'm not sure when you need to do a break, so don't feel free to interrupt me at any point, but I'll just share this last mm-hmm. thing. I just came from a tour in Europe, Italy. We did the proper book launch in Italian. Even the audio book is almost ready in Italian. Then I was in Switzerland. We launched the book in French. Then I was in the Netherlands. We launched the book in Dutch. And in each country, when I met people that didn't even speak English, and I can share with you more of these stories because they're really, they're really impactful like it changed their life you know and uh it's humbling and it's mm-hmm. crazy and now it has a life of its own and you know i don't even have to speak those languages and the people's lives are changing so yeah, yeah. well you mentioned a break and that's a good reminder because i'm 10 minutes overdue <laughs> <laughs> so uh hey folks uh welcome back uh well, you're already here. I can't say welcome back. We're on, I'm just so excited. I this is I'm just chilling. Uh, this is uh, KOPN as you're listening and Global News and Social Artistry. I'm Dick Dalton, your host, and and I'm speaking with uh, Clint Rogers. Um, Clint uh, had posted a YouTube video uh, some time back that got all kinds of following. Uh, because he was talking about his father and uh, his father's uh, um, illnesses and then contact with a fellow named Dr. Naram and this guy was from India uh, and magic started to happen in his life and uh, and Clint became um, a an apprentice. Can I call you an apprentice? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you might not have known you were an apprentice back at that time, but uh, I think Dr. Naram knew you were, and uh, in a way, he really groomed you uh, and opened his life to you and and to his family. And uh, you were there, and you recorded that journey in a book called uh, "Ancient Secrets of a Master Healer." Uh, and something about a skeptic. You were a skeptical 
from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the subtitle is A Western Skeptic, An Eastern Master, and Life's Greatest Secrets. And I was definitely a skeptic at the beginning. <laughs> and we might mention that Dr. Naram uh, was in a lineage that goes, uh, presumably, uh, from what I hear, all the way back to uh, Buddha's uh, doctor. Uh, what, Javaka? What's his yeah. name? Jivaka. Jivaka, yeah. yeah. And so and there's e even writings that were available uh, and still being worked on to translate into making those um, ancient texts available. And, and your book is just full of one um, story after another of healings or of your interactions with Dr. Naram and uh, you know, him saying, uh, no, Clint, you're not ready yet. <laughs> slap, slap, you know, <laughs> go clean the toilet. You know? <laughs> I mean, just just truly uh, living lessons uh, that uh, keep your attention and want you, makes you want to go back. It talks about marmas in the book. I don't know if you want to just uh, let folks know a tad about what a marma is, just so, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe that's not important anymore. Uh, what do you think? Well, I just say, I would say that the book reveals six secret keys of Siddha Veda, of which one of them is marma. And all of them, you know, it's interesting. I just got a message yesterday from a woman <clears throat> that lives in New York area. Last year, we did something called 12 Days of Love, where people would give a book to someone and then they take a picture, they say what they love about that person, and both were entered into a drawing to get a free pulse consultation. And I, I remember she won the competition, and, and the friend she gave the book to was happy she won, but she's like, I don't want a pulse consultation. <laughs> and there's a concept in the book called Atiti Devo Bawa. I think this is particularly poignant for anyone during the holidays and anytime. And the concept, essentially, it means to treat the unexpected guests as if God himself or herself has come. And so here she won this competition. She's all excited to bring some benefit to her friend. And her friend says, no, I don't want this. <laughs> you know, how many of us have had it where we really want to give someone something? We want them to experience something, but they don't want it themselves, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and how to honor that and mm -hmm. how to how to love them. Mm -hmm not love them only if they do what you want them to do, but love them. You know, how can we give them a gift that feels good to them? Mm -hmm. Now, amazing, amazing and humbling because her friend didn't want to come. I was doing a pulse clinic in Syracuse, New York, and she brought her sister. Now her sister was a big skeptic. She says she was a bigger skeptic than me, <laughs> but she, she came anyway. And she actually had her blood tests taken and everything. And then she ended up, getting a copy of the book. She ended up joining. We have this thing recently called the 100-day course in Ancient Secrets. So just for people that want to go beyond the book and go deeper into everything, mm -hmm. they can go deeper. And she did the whole thing. And by the end of it, she's like, got her blood test. And she could not believe her numbers for rheumatoid arthritis had gone down so significantly. Mm. And she was just feeling way better. Now, I was so happy about this. But there's a side part of it that just played out in the last couple of weeks, which is that her husband, they had been having, you know, when you, whenever you're in pain, even emotional pain or mental pain, 
sometimes you're not the most pleasant person to be <laughs> with, you know? And so in this particular case, relationships are affected. Now, what happened for this beautiful woman is that as she, her pain lifted, she just started becoming so happy, you know? And then her husband's like, what's happening? And then he started following the ancient secrets and his life started changing. And during these months, their whole relationship healed, you know? And then, oh man, this is hard for me to say, but just about a week and a half ago, I got the message where on Sunday, they were just out for a walk and they saw this big bright light in the sky. They couldn't explain in this rainbow. And she says she felt like that, that indicated to her, it was like a, almost like a rainbow that looked like feathery or something. I can't remember the exact description, but she said that was a, a sign to her that God was there with her. She says, Monday, nothing remarkable happened. Then Tuesday, he was out in the yard. He chopped all the firewood for the whole winter, cleaned all the weeds, got the snowblower in place, did everything, came in. You know, he, he just kissed her and said, I love you. And he says, I'm tired. I think I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> in the morning, she was just surprised he didn't make the coffee. So she went to to see and then he just had fallen asleep and he never woke up you know he was just yeah. died peacefully in his sleep and yeah you know it's like you don't know how long you have with people but because mm -hmm. that woman her sister just followed that impulse of love and even though her sister cindy was a skeptic she says no please just come to this thing and because cindy even as a skeptic says okay let me do an experiment let me try it, this and see if it works. And her whole health changed because her health changed that her husband, <laughs> his situation changed and their relationship healed. And this is all in the last year. And it, they had no idea this was going to be their last year they would have together, you know? <laughs> and so it just reminds me, Dick, like to follow those impulses of love, Amen. you know, and who knows what you'll do today that will totally change someone's life and maybe the lives of those around them and maybe this is the last year you have with them you know that's right god bless we have many many more years with all those we love but i think it's healthier actually for us to consider you know dr rami say what if you only had six months left to live what would you want to do or be and to prioritize your life based on those things you know there's so many things we can do in life so many things we think we have to do but i promise you this couple cindy and bill is their name mm -hmm. they chose a path this last year that again it was outside of their realm of what they thought was normal or you know sometimes when you enter in the world of ancient secrets it's like really <laughs> you know but they did it as a result they had probably the best year of their life and then to hear cindy come on their sunday we have we still have sunday uh, global healing miracle right. calls every Sunday. And she came on the call uh, last Sunday and just shared the story so much from her heart and just said, I wow. can't thank you enough. You know? Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I remember story after story of people on those calls. Um, you had the rabbi and his story and, and lots of, just uh, regular folks. Hmm. Yeah. When uh, when people hear on this show about this book and and doing the things you say, 
Um, we might say that this is not a religion. Yeah. This is not a uh, cult. This is not a, uh, uh, you, 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 there's no doctrine in this, except possibly love. <laughs> I mean, if you have a, a teaching, it's love. And uh, <laughs> nobody has a corner on that. Um, so you're talking about uh, some practical steps for diet. You're talking about some things you may be able to do to reduce pain. Um, some ways to approach things differently. Your perspective can change. Can you fill that out a little bit uh, yeah, for great, me? Really great question. And first of all, yeah, you know, distinct, Dr. Ram, he would always say, because people come People, lots of people come from all different it's like if you go if you if you're if you have like a broken leg you go to the doctor you do, the doctor doesn't care if you're muslim or hindu or christian or buddhist you know mm -hmm. also same thing the light switch it doesn't care what religion you are you know or what country you come from mm -hmm. and these ancient secrets they're universal in that way they're beyond culture beyond religion beyond creed and the distinction i make as well you know because sometimes people's whole life has changed and they want to devote so much time and energy into moving the ancient secrets forward and so in some ways people are like well, is this a cult but the thing is a cult makes people dependent but the ancient secrets the whole point is to make people independent and it's all based on love and how love guides you and it points you back to yourself, a main question, you know, talking about what people do when people come to see Dr. Naram or me or any of the number of doctors that he trained. One of the first questions that we'll ask you is, what do you want? <laughs> you know, the ancient secrets literally point you back to yourself and not not only back to yourself, but back to your best self. I love Dick before this call started, you're sharing that's such a beautiful activity you're doing and how it it, it feels like your best self. <laughs> yeah. you know i love that and so how once once you know what do you want then a big part of the journey is just supporting you physically mentally and emotionally to achieve it so there is diet recommendations like what food you can eat and what food to avoid it's amazing how few of us know the impact of food we think something is healthy but these ancient masters they knew actually certain things can actually bring fear into your mind it can bring inflammation into your body it can slow your digestion and when that happens the the divine machine of you you know or the divine being of you it just gets clogged or slowed down there's imbalances and there's blocks mm -hmm. and there's also some herbs there's marma there's home remedies the book it's been described actually by a a doctor who who studied with at harvard and she was actually a miss world supermodel dr aditi govard rikar she talked about the book she's like i want not only all I love, but everyone on the planet to read it because it contains not only timeless wisdom, it's like a Bible of time-tested home remedies. So even during whatever situation, you're like, okay, I have a cough and cold. Oh, what's this is cool teeth. This is a cool remedy for immunity. Okay, I have a headache. Okay, I have blood pressure. Okay, I want my skin has a situation or whatever. You just flip through, you find those home remedies and and then you can uh, apply it right at the moment you need it. Now, beyond that, just reading the book is a healing 
journey. Mm -hmm. It takes you through so many things that, that there's questions at the end of every chapter. There's actually bonus videos that go along with each chapter. And as you, and as you go into answering those questions, you go deeper into who you really are. Mm -hmm. Dr. Ram, he would always say that it's not, it's not disease, it's dis-ease. Mm -hmm. And if your body is out of, if something's out of alignment, then it's going to show up physical pain, mental, emotional. And so you want to become back into alignment with who you are. He says, everything is a medicine or poison, depending on how you use it. Even your life's work is a, is a poison if it's not aligned with your purpose or it's a medicine if it is aligned. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that answers your question. Well, that's a, a good start. And I think people need to get into that book and, and see it for themselves. By the way, did you get the index uh, done? Is the index now in part of the book? Yeah, it's so exciting. This is just, <laughs> even this story is so crazy. Did you did you did you hear the story about the index already, Dick? Well, I heard that somebody volunteered to do it or had maybe already been doing it and then let you know, something like that. Yeah, it was amazing. Someone who had almost like a dream where Dr. Ram told her this is what she was meant to do. And so, because creating an index is a lot of work, mm -hmm. but this is just like one of many examples of people just showing up with love and doing something that needs to be done. And I know I'm not the leader. Uh, I'm just like a follower of love, you know, with everybody <laughs> else is doing whatever they feel inspired to. And she did it with so much excellence. And so we're in the final stages of uh, putting it into there's just someone who is going through and proofreading the whole thing and sure. we're in the final stages and hopefully it'll be ready soon. Yeah, great, great. I remember I asked you about that and I don't think it was all that long after I asked you about an index, I'm sure other people ask you too, yeah. that, that this started developing kind of on a great plane, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how that happens. It's so mystical. It's like, I hear, I hear, heard it from you and then maybe I heard it from a couple of other people. Then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, here it is. And someone's yeah. doing it. Yeah. And that whole thing about being visited by Dr. Naram, um, you know, we have dreams. We have uh, things that go on. I, it, I had a dream that I was marrying the woman is, that's now my wife. That's how we got started dating. Because wow. <laughs> I had so a dream. Cool. Wow. <laughs> Or I, I think it might be even a story in the book about how there was a relationship. Was is this in the book about Dr. Naram and his wife uh, and how they? It's not in the book, but it is in the second book. It's in book two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many um, what we might sometimes dismiss as, oh well, it's it's just a dream. But you know, they can be very powerful, and and if we pay attention. Uh, life-changing so I love that yeah um, go ahead no I just know that you said you want to breaks every 20 minutes but I'm just paying attention to that too so you can interrupt at any time oh I... well we could tell people that you're Clint Rogers and you're the the author of, of uh, ancient secrets of a master healer uh, you're a good friend uh, we've known each other since uh, March 11, 2020, um, and that's when you were on KOPN Global News and Social Artistry for your, your first hour, um, when the book was not even published yet. And, 
And Dr. Naram had suddenly and mysteriously died less than a month before that at the Mumbai airport, coming back from one of his healing trips. And you were in pain. Yeah. In fact, I, I think I had agreed to do the radio show before that whole thing unfolded. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and part of me just wanted to cancel. In fact, part of me wanted to cancel all of life. I wanted to go to silence for a month or a year. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to escape everything. I didn't know if I was going to publish the book. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was going to do. It was like my whole world for 10, more than 10 years. I'd been traveling with Dr. Naram, documenting these remarkable healing cases, you know, preparing this book. And then all of a sudden my whole world changed and I remember I was in such a tender spot when when the time came for the interview and I just took some deep breaths and I just says, okay, I don't have to pretend every, anything. I can just show up as I am in this moment and be honest about what's happening. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then it, it is pretty, it's pretty humbling. And it, and it just makes me, reminds me, there's a quote in the book. So if anyone is listening to this right now and you're in one of those dark moments where it doesn't seem like there's any bright future ahead. You know, if you're in one of those moments where you're feeling discouraged or pain, you're feeling alone or you're feeling lost and you don't see a way out, you don't see a way out. You know, I, I'm, I'm living evidence that there is, there is a way out. In fact, Dr. Ram also shares such a powerful quote in the second chapter of the book, it talks about how Dr. Ram would help many people who struggled with, with suicide. And, mm. and there's a quote, first of all, there's this one. He says, God is within each of us and we all have a purpose to discover. But the second quote I want to share is this, every adversity, every difficult situation or heartbreak has within it the seeds of equal or greater benefit. I'm going to read it one more time. Mm -hmm. Every adversity every difficult situation or heartbreak has within it the seeds of equal or greater benefit. And at that moment when we did the interview was definitely a dark night of the soul for me. And uh, little did I know that uh, because that whole thing unfolded in that way, I had to operate totally differently than I would have ever before. Mm -hmm. Not only Dr. Ram passing, but then the whole shutdown of the world happening and everything, everything's shifting. And in that space, I couldn't operate from what I knew or from what I was used to. What all of us had to do, especially when we were um, moving the book forward, was just lean into love and let love guide us every step. And oftentimes it surprised us because it was things we weren't expecting or anticipating. And in, in, in my particular case, it turned out way better, bigger, more expansive than I would have imagined on my own. I had no no idea that so many translations would come in such a short time. I had no idea that within the last year, we'd not only create a 100-day course, that we had 255 people from 55 countries participate in the first time. And the second time, we had almost the same amount, a little bit less. I think it was like 150 or something. And then now starting a three-year practitioner course where people can become practitioners. I think we're going to have between 100 and 120 people that are going to become practitioners like this is all in such a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And so what is the seeds? And and this is my this is my case. 
And, but everyone, you listening, no matter what is your pain, your heartache, your difficult, has within it the seeds of equal or greater benefit. And I promise you, I promise you there is hope. And I promise you that you're not alone. I promise you that there is healing possible through this, that this is not coming into your life as an obstacle. This is coming as a gift, that this is revealing something to you that now you're strong enough to overcome, whether it's a physical ailment or some emotional thing, whether it's a challenge in a relationship, whether it's a financial difficulty, whatever it is, that you are not alone and that there is hope and healing possible. And that this, even this thing that you're facing has within it the seeds of equal or greater benefit. I just felt to say that it just felt important. You know? Right, right. I have, I have observed as all of us have your vulnerability that you have never put yourself on a pedestal and that you, uh, you understand how fragile uh, moments or some things can be. And uh, I just want to acknowledge that um, in your vulnerability, and this goes for any of us, that, how should I say it? It, it exhibits a trust whether that's a trust in God or trust in whatever you call that God, that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to cry, to hurt, to, to have to say, I don't know, to, to you know, all the different things that uh, vulnerability brings out. And, mm-hmm. and I wanted to, I don't want to let uh, one moment go that in you mentioned the phrase atiti devo bawa yeah and some of us translate that into atiti devo bow wow yeah because because an unexpected event shortly after dr naram passed was you being approached by a dog yeah which uh only happened because you opened yourself to do some singing as you went down a street. (laughs) Another just loving story, and this dog turned out to be um, Dr. Naram in dog flesh, (laughs) sort of. (laughs) You know, it was such a, a beautiful transition time that you were cared for mm. and uh, you were watched after with a as they say a man's best friend uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and and that was important for you you god knew you needed that yeah and, so uh, you want me to share that story in brief yeah just we got a minute or two sure yeah, when Dr. Ram passed away, I, I, I was so discouraged and, and depressed, like I'd mentioned. And the morning after the prayer service, I couldn't I couldn't sleep. I, so about 5 a.m., I just I had to move. So I got out, walked around the streets of Mumbai, and all of a sudden felt like someone was following me and looked, there's this dog. And I was annoyed, and I was depressed, and I just kept walking. He kept following me. It's like, what do you want? And I remembered 
that phrase, a titi devil bawa. And Dr. Ram, he would always have food to feed any dog, any animal, any homeless person, anyone. He always would make sure he had food for everybody or something to give them. So I thought, okay, out of honoring Dr. Ram, I'll get you food. But even when I got food and put it in front of him, he didn't eat it. I was like, what do you want? For like an hour, he followed me around all of the streets <laughs> until my depression melted away. And I was just filled with this awe, you know. I recorded a Facebook live video with him that then he became kind of like a mini celebrity because he brought healing to many people who were suffering. And then COVID happened and I got I got shut down for seven months in India. And he stayed with me the whole time. He was like my best friend and companion. Otherwise, I would have been alone. And instead, I'm here with this mystical dog. That was like uh, literally uh, one of the greatest gifts I've ever received in my life was the companionship and love of this dog. <laughs> you know, that just showed up like right at the right time. And the little tea, a bit about him going into Dr. Naram's office and jumping up in his chair, something like yeah. that? Yeah, I share this at the very end of the book as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, second, the second day he was with me, I caught an Uber and I'm like, what's he going to do? He he hopped in the Uber on my lap <laughs> for 45 minute drive. First of all, I don't know any street dog that would ever do this. We got to, we got to the clinic where, you know, with Dr. Ron, we would always see, you know, oftentimes 300 people a day. Mm -hmm. And um, he went straight to the room of Dr. Ron. One of the staff who had seen the Facebook live video recognized him, opened up the door, he went in, looked at the picture with Dr. Ram and Dalai Lama, sat down right in front of the desk, and then the staff member was in tears. And then just call, she started calling lots of other staff members. I did a Facebook Live video there too. And it's just like, it's amazing. So beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So if our listeners want to uh, follow up, uh, what's the best way for folks to tap into this? Yeah, beautiful. Well, the, the book, you can find in every language that's available on www.myancientsecrets.com. So myancientsecrets.com. And that's an easy way. Also, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. We do a, a, we do a global call through Zoom every Sunday. You can, you can contact us through Facebook or Instagram. We can give you details on that. And um, yeah, I just think what a what a what better gift to give yourself some people call it the perfect gift in a way because it's a gift of love and healing and what better gift to give yourself first of all to actually read this and apply it and second of all if you have someone that you care about that's struggling with some pain some situation some problem you feel like they're losing hope this is a beautiful gift to give them and either that or the audiobook now is also available oh. mm -hmm. so and that's a really fun one because uh, it's, I actually narrate it. Uh, I'm the Wonderful. one that reads my own story and then it has some extra <laughs> bonuses in it as well. Wonderful. I, I, I haven't gotten into audiobooks yet. I, I tried one time and <laughs> didn't have the right technology. My phone wasn't updated enough or something. So uh, I may get there. I may not. It'd be good to hear your voice just any old time. I wanted to, uh, uh, have a have a session with you that's great yeah. do you have uh you said you have some classes that are going to be happening soon is yeah. it yeah somebody... have, mm -hmm. they're mostly fully booked oh, but okay if, but if someone has a burning desire then there's always a way mm -hmm. but i'm just letting you know that they fill up so fast 
<clears throat> and um, but we have many things coming. So if people want to go deeper, you know, many people they they know instantly their heart just resonates at this, and they're like, I my path is learning this 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 type of healing. And so for for people who have that that much passion, that much burning desire, then there's there's always a way. But um, actually, also for people that are just mildly curious, um, we have some some other options that are available that are just self-paced. People uh -huh. can go to and and reading the book and watching the bonus videos is a really easy way to start. And then I don't know if you knew this, Dick, too, but someone someone from France volunteered and created an app where you actually use the app. And as you follow the ancient secrets, you get points <laughs> and you and then, it gets, and then it unlocks certain videos and then oh. unlocks certain other secrets. And it's a really beautiful, fun, fun thing there, too. Well, what's the app called? It's also called I don't know how you find it on the store, but if people contact oh. me, I can send it to them. Oh, the OK. But I'd like to, I'd like to have that app. Yeah, it's a gift when people when people come to myancientsecrets.com, uh -huh. you know, at the end of the book, it, it talks about this 30 day game they can play. And right now we're giving them that app as a gift. To oh, play that. OK, yeah. cool, cool. Well, it's it's been a, a journey. I um, I do a few. I do a few marmas every morning. Very <laughs> ah, cool. <laughs> good. But I, I tell you, uh, we got all the ingredients for mung bean soup. <laughs> so maybe over a year ago or so. And we made it once. But and it was OK. You know, it tastes OK. But it just wasn't our thing. <laughs> but actually, my wife and I are fairly healthy. We didn't want to lose any weight. You know, we're just. Uh, <laughs> So uh, you, you know, you take... I've had this. I had this experience many times. In fact, we we created the book, which is how to become a master at making mouthwateringly delicious, irresistible mung soup, and the recipe in the book we've tweaked it even more. And okay. I'll send you this, and I think it's worth a try. You you do some of these tweaks, and then see what happens. Because my guess is both of you will be like, oh, I could eat this every day when you make oh. it right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'm, uh, I'll I'll say I'm game. <laughs> okay. I'll send it to you. Carol, <laughs> Carol Ray, who you also know, she's been helping me put together so we can get it ready to. Oh proceed. dear, dear Carol, I love Carol. Just yep. uh, she was on the show uh, some time back and had a wonderful visit. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, if I don't see her, say hi. Um, uh, you have another meeting that you're getting ready to go into. Um, yeah. Why don't you just uh, take us out uh, and when you have to go, just uh, say bye. Yeah, I just want to say thank you, Dick. From my heart to your heart, thank you for showing up in my life at exactly the right time. You know, And even on that call, I remember is when that quote came, you asked me those questions about Dr. Rom's passing and that quote came about, you know, when the, when the student is ready, the, the teacher appears. And then the second part of the quote I never heard before, but that is when the when the student is truly ready, the teacher disappears. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, and so I, I just want to say for everyone on this call, you know, as soon as you're ready and when you ask, things can appear in your life that can that can provide everything that you need. You know, there's a track we released in the last few months of Dr. Naram. It was something we recorded in his last months he was alive and we call it the unstoppable track. 
and he it's so beautiful i'm going to send this stick to you as my my christmas gift to you oh wow you're going to love this if we had more time i'd play it on the radio but it's a 14 minute track but and then the most recent miracle experiment games because we just we're just completing one now mm -hmm. we're listening to it every day for 30 days and just from listening to this first thing in the morning dr ram's words speaking you know speaking with his love such words of truth and one of the things he says is you have every right to be healthy to be happy to be successful he says my dear child <laughs> you know anyway he goes it's so beautiful so in this moment on this holiday season, this whenever anyone you're listening to this program, so you know you have every right to be healthy, you have every right to be happy, you have every right to be successful, and the ancient secrets are one of many paths, but it's one very powerful proven path that's worked for thousands of years to help you achieve what you want, to discover what you want, to achieve it, and to achieve it in a way that's not toxic, so that you can enjoy it. And I'm so grateful, Dick, to be with you on this journey. So grateful for everyone on this call. We end our calls on Sunday just by saying, I love you and I'm with you. And I want to say that to you <laughs> and everyone listening. I love you and I'm with you. I love you and I'm with you too. <laughs> My heart to yours. Love, love. Thank you so much, Clint. Thank you so and much. And friends, wherever you are, remember that's your world. So please. Leave your world cleaner, more peaceful, and more loving than you found it, because if it is to be, it is up to us. So take care. Talk to you soon. <laughs>